ooh, 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 you know what time it is. It is time for Keep Up with Sylvan Zane. Welcome to episode 21. I would call it week 21, but it's not. I used to come out with episodes every month, but now I come out with them every week. And I'm getting decent numbers. Obviously, they've dipped a little bit because they're weekly. But you guys will bring them back up. My true fans, all good. I don't really give a fuck. Down to the music. Hold up, let me get up in it now. Bitch, I'm here to win it now. MLG, I see I'm feeling free, I'm finna bring it now. If you know the words, take a step back and sing it now. Never thought I'd have to, but I keep the windows tinted now. Like, Dottie Dottie, who got the keys to my body? Last time I said it went viral, I don't fuck with nobody. And I don't fuck with you, you, them, her, and him too. Cause don't none of y'all know a fucking thing about what I've been through. All right, Logic, with your all white choir. Uh, should we get into that, guys? Should we? I think we should. Not yet. Not yet. Let's get into a monologue first, because one of my fans asked me, how come I don't do a monologue in my introduction? I'm not Jay Leno. I'm not David Letterman. I'm not Jimmy Fallon. But why not? Let's take a crack, fucking crack at it. My, uh, my first topic on the monologue on episode 21, before we get into the what the fuck topics... Which are, what the fuck did I just hear? What the fuck did I just watch? Which is becoming a little limited because there's not that much to watch. There is a lot to watch, but I've watched it all. What the fuck? Where the fuck did I just go? And the phrase of the week, which is, what the fuck did I just say? Or what the fuck did you just say? We all say stupid things. And to be honest, even though cliches make sense, they're dumb. They really are, because people overuse them. And they rely on them too much. And they rely on these mechanisms. That's that's my point in making fun of cliches, guys. People are too lazy to say something original. So they'll say, it is what it is. Or, at the end of the day. Or, first of all. Or, can't have the cake and eat it too. Or, relax. Give it a rest. She's a piece of work. Actually, we're going to talk about that on one of the episodes. That's a really good one. We didn't really that. We need to dive deep into that one. So, episode twenty-two. That's a preview, guys. We're going to be talking about. We're going to be breaking down that one. That's a really good one. She's a piece of work. <laughs> that uh, that could be broken down into so many sections. So anyway. My thing uh, that I have a problem with now is I was out with uh, a friend of mine, and I've spoken about this friend before. He is a dear friend of mine. I love him to death. Uh, we got reacquainted. I told you last episode that we're going to probably talk about something soon, but it's cool. I, I really hope that it doesn't negatively affect the friendship because, to be honest, I'm over it. The only reason I'm bringing it up is because I just want some clarification. That's all. So the same person, we were talking, and he doesn't like to drive his car high. Now, there are statistics out there that show that if you actually drive tired, you are more likely to get into an accident than you are driving drunk. 
and driving high, you know, I don't really have too many statistics on that because there aren't many fatalities uh, dealing with DUI with, actually, I don't even know if there are any because there officially aren't any deaths with uh, relating to marijuana yet, which will happen. There are like few linkages, but it doesn't really directly link to marijuana usage. So this pussy, he doesn't like to, he doesn't like to drive while smoking weed. And now there's a bunch of my friends that smoke weed, and they do not like driving high either. But I don't get it. I don't get it. And this same guy. So now I'm okay with him not driving high. Cool. That's so whatever. But he also denies Roadhead because when I mentioned it in front of his girlfriend, she goes, "Yeah, he doesn't like Roadhead. He doesn't want to feel unsafe on the road." I'm here to tell you guys, guys, uh, sorry, guys, guys, I'm here to tell you all that uh, this is a PSA, this is a public service announcement to all of you. I wish I could put myself on a billboard somewhere, put my my finger out like Uncle Sam and go, never say no to Roadhead. I don't give a shit what the fucking ramifications are. I don't care. There are risks in life that you need to take. And if someone is able to... Fit their, your dick in their mouth while you're driving. Who the fuck are you to say no? Really? Who are you to say no? Who the hell do you think you are? There are people out there that are not getting fellatio. At all. Not even in the bedroom. Not even on some personal time. You know, I saw this uh, girl's story on my Instagram. And she was talking about, uh, you know, deadbeat dudes and women having to be their mother, their, their everything, the cooking and cleaning and fucking. Why is fucking a chore? I don't understand that. Why is fucking a chore? Fucking is not a chore. It is supposed to be something mutually beneficial. Once it becomes lopsided and you're using it as a currency, my ex did that, by the way, the one that is uh, going all around uh, the Midwest and uh, not enjoying the life that she used to enjoy with me. Fuck you, bitch. So anyway, <laughs> Betty, Betty. Anyway, who is anyone? She probably gives a lot of roadhead right now, to be honest. She gives a lot of Snapchat head. I know that. But um, back to denying roadhead. Please, guys, please do yourself a favor. Do not deny roadhead. Be careful, of course, just like driving high. When you drive high, in my opinion, you drive better because you realize that you're high and you realize that you have to drive better in order to save lives. When you're drunk, you don't really notice that. You're just trying to stay alive in general. Uh, when you are driving tired, it's even worse. But when you're getting fellatio, now appreciate this as a man. Women can't get roadhead often. Unless they have their whole pants and panties totally off. Women cannot get roadhead as efficiently. They'd have to like... See, look at that. Even even cars are not even made for women. Because even roadhead for men is easy in a fucking car. We need to develop cars that are easier to give roadhead to women. Because I'd be down with it. I love a little I love some conolingas. It's all good. All good to me. I chow down like I'm dining at Jody's. I'm all about it. So forgive me guys. And forgive yourself. Whatever happened in the past, whoever messed up with opening your zipper or whatever you got caught by either a policeman or some little kid knocking on your window being like, ha ha, you got a small dick. No, 
Don't let that stop you. Don't let that stop you. Roadhead is the road to success. What the fuck? Did I just listen to? And what the fuck did I just hear? And to be honest, I didn't watch the VMAs, guys. But I am going to cover it for you. And I did read a lot about it. I read a lot of my news, by the way. I don't really ingest it by video too much. I love ingesting films. I love digesting shows, all that good stuff. But as far as like award shows are concerned, they really don't give me that much. And the VMAs kind of like sprung up on me. My favorite VMAs, as you would know if you were really paying attention, is Chris Rock. Whenever he hosted it or somebody really cool, a.k.a. Black. I know, sounds very racist and prejudiced, but it's true. The best VMA hosts have been black. The Waynes Brothers, Jamie Foxx, Chris Rock. There's another really good one that I can't really think of right now. But anyway, to me, in my opinion, those have been the best ones. And whenever they divert away from that... Oh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart was this one. Kevin Hart, I saw some clips. He seemed pretty okay. He's... You know, it's really funny. He reminds me of Dane Cook, that he needs a lot of animation in order to be funny. And uh, by the way, his new movie is coming out, Night School, with Tiffany Haddish. I'm a huge fan of Tiffany Haddish. Uh, you got to see that movie. It looks really funny. It comes out next month of September, I believe September 7th. Looks hilarious. It's uh, He's going to night school to get his GED, and in the way, sort of in the way, is Tiffany Haddish. She is the night school teacher. And she goes through many unorthodox ways to get him to pass. She even brings him into an octagon and fucks him up. So back to the VMAs where Kevin Hart has hosted. And we had a few things happen. Uh, and I don't want to talk about Nicki Minaj too much. But uh, of course she grabbed the headlines because she did not grab number one. Haha, <laughs> bitch. Southside Jamaica Queens represent somewhat. She called herself the Harriet Tubman of music, of rap. I don't know who she's bringing under the railroad, the Underground Railroad. And I don't know any Demo like Southern Democrats from like back in the day or non-federalists that she was shooting shit. But Nicki Minaj, you need to take your fat ricotta fake ass somewhere else and sit down. You are... Can you even sit with that fucking ginormous piece of shit ass? Guys... I don't understand. This is your fault. This, yeah, I had to blow off a piece of hair off my damn phone. I recorded from my phone, by the way, guys. You know, technology. My mic has not been working, so my phone hopefully has been working for you guys. But anyway, why do you guys, you guys encourage that? You guys encourage her to have that large, gargantuan ass. And it's fucking nasty. It looks like, it really looks like a stress ball. That has been used for 20 years. It, a bag of wet laundry. Whatever you want to call it. Guys. Don't. Women. Women. Stop doing that to yourselves. Who? Who likes that? Did she do that just for Anaconda video? Which was out a few years ago. Did she do that? Was that her? It ain't no fun until you got some non-infected buns, son. So anyway. Uh. We played a little bit of that track from Logic. That is his new track, The Return. 
I don't know where he was, where he had to return, but he's back, I guess. That was, oh, so his, uh, so I know why I did that. Bobby Tarantino 2 is a mixtape. So I guess with the new song that's about to come out, I guess that is him. And it's blessed with the trap music, too, because, like, the Bobby Tarantino part two is more trap. So, like I said, we'll cover uh, Logic on his white choir. I don't see it as a really big idea. I do. He is black. He is black and white. So maybe he was doing the contrast. But Joe Button and my colleague from college, they pointed out that he had an all-white choir doing one of his songs, doing one of his performances. So why is choirs only exclusive to black Baptist church? It's not. And do they have to be, do we have to show that in order to show irony? Is all cultural appropriation, same thing with Madonna when she was announcing Aretha's, uh, it was supposed, okay, so I saw a response from her recently about that. She did a, uh, she was presenting video of the year. And during that time, they asked her to make an antidote. And she says that in her response. And that she would not have been able to do justice of doing a tribute for Aretha within two minutes. So I I side with Madonna on that one. I don't side with her little Cleopatra outfit. That woman is crazy. But anyway, you got to do you. It doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter what other people say. You got to do you. And am I the biggest fan of uh, cultural appropriation not really. Definitely am not. I don't like... I, I. If you pay homage to it and you are immersed in the culture, yes. But if you're just trying to do it as a fashion statement, like my ex did with a red turban, and she knows nothing about Muslim faith, and she knows nothing about Arabic people, she knows nothing about the Middle East, that is grossly irresponsible. So, but it is important to appropriate culture, though, because... That's how it gets transferred. That's how we're able to pay homage and pay respect by passing these things on and making them popular and making them a part of the fabric of America that makes this the hodgepodge of the world and of the universe, to be honest. I would dare to say I've never really been out to space. Shout out to Kyrie Irving. Shout out to B.O.B. But I can, I don't know, I'm willing to put money that we're the most diverse with thought, with the way that we look. Maybe I'm just basing this on CGI effects for movies, but, you know, thanks, Spielberg. But, no, we definitely are a diverse group of people, so having an all-white choir, whatever. The atrocity is that Charles Gambino did not get any awards, didn't get any important awards for his video, which I think is the video of the year. I don't know how he didn't win. But I think it was political because Camila Cabello, she gave a tribute to Madonna, which is weird because they say that she botched her tribute to Aretha. So Aretha, sorry, you just are just getting beat down. Fox News fucked you up. All these white people are fucking up our icons, everyone. You got to stop with that shit. Got to stop. I love you, Madonna. And it was her birthday the day that Aretha died. So she couldn't even celebrate her birthday in style. So I got to give her a little bit of a reprieve. But uh, she gave uh, Camilla Sabella. She won Video of the Year. Go her, whatever. A lot of us win awards when we don't need to. So she paid that tribute. 
Let's get on to some uh, more. Oh, and to be honest, even when Madonna was accepting that award, she looked like she just read her Ancestry.com report. I think someone told her that she was African. Who knows? Cleopatra coming at you. So, and you had to see Kevin Hart's face when he was looking at that fake ass in Nicki Minaj. Guys, I'm thoroughly disgusted by that. I don't, I don't understand it. it. And she's from my neighborhood. I keep telling you guys that she's from my neighborhood, and that ass is just uh, has a mind of its own. Too many craters, not enough cheek. Interpol just came out with a new album. They're pretty cool. They came out with a song a while ago, in New York. And that will be revel- relevant a little bit later when we talk about the phrase of the week. Uh, Travis Scott, we're going to start talking about him too, him and Nikki, hopefully after this week. But his uh, performance at the end, uh, they seemed like they were really promoting his album, Astroland, which is really cool because he gave a shout-out. I guess this, this segment is about shout-outs and tributes. He did one for Mike Jones and Pimp C, and they are... They are pioneers, rap a lot records. Uh, they're they are pioneers in the game of Texas, Scarface, all those people. And you, like I said, rap is all about that. Nicki Minaj is not about that for some reason. Whenever you mention Little Kim, she scoffs at her and she bites her whole style. The black Barbie thing, the the bending down, the hardcore, the the get up, everything. Gaga does the same thing with Madonna. Copies the shit out of her and then doesn't give her the proper respect. But then asks for respect from other artists like Cardi B, which she went to an after party after the VMAs and premiered her new song and threw some trash at her, her way. Ugh, it sucks. Because my favorite rapper of all time is Eve. Uh, Remy's up there. Nikki, to be honest, is up there, too, when she raps and she doesn't sing. Uh, Cardi is not a good rapper, guys. I love her album. She's heavily produced. Guys, please don't put her up as a lyricist. I hope you don't. So, covered that. Post Malone, love his album. Love his new... Actually, yeah, I love his new song that's on Madden also. You... Guys, I can't sing. But neither can Post Malone. Every time I look at him, he has like a new tattoo on his face. He looks like one of those fucking builder bears that you can fucking mark up with a, a washable marker. But except it's not. It's barbed wire. So his plane almost crashed. Oh, damn. Sucks. Nah, I don't want him to die. He's, he's okay. He's a, he's a good musician. I don't think his talent... His talent is a little uh, distributed differently than others. But... He still has talent. I still didn't forgive him for saying the rap was trash compared to Bob Dylan. Whatever. But he played Dream On with Aerosmith. And there are plenty. There are plenty of rock stars out there that would like to play with Aerosmith. And they did not. But if you make a trap song saying rock star, you get to be on a song with Aerosmith. Tyler. uh, Tyler. uh, Steven Tyler and... um, Mr. Perry, I'm sure that you guys were envisioning that day, back when you guys were starting up, that you would be playing with a tattooed-faced, uh, white-looking, raggedy teddy bear. Yeah. 
But anyway, he did pretty well. Post Malone is doing very well. Like I said, he's going to be at Made in America with Nicki Minaj and Meek Mills. You should catch up with that. If I don't end up going, I don't think I am. But we'll see. You know, stranger things have happened. But like I said, he had a theme park, Travis Scott. And he gave the tribute to the, the Houston artists. Bass just came out with a new album. We can play a little bit of that. Uh, Boca Raton that has a few cool artists on it. J. Cole. Who else? Ariana Lennox. Oh, Lion Babe. I love Lion Babe. That's Vanessa Williams' daughter. She kind of sounds like a mix of Erica Badu. And, ooh, damn, I forgot the other mixture. But she's great. And says, uh, you know, she's she's really cool. She's really pretty, too. I've seen her live a few times, and I was actually really close one time. Very pretty woman. Very, very talented. So let's play a little bit of Bass uh, from his Milky Wave album. I'm sure you can guess for me. I don't know what that is. But it's a good song. Bass is awesome. He's collaborated, like I said, a few times with J. Cole. Awesome. Let's get on to some Interpol. Of course, I picked the song that says N-Y-S-M-A-W. I don't know what the fuck that means, but there's another really cool song by Interpol that I love, and it's called NYC, so I'm sure it has a little bit to do with that. There's 13 tracks on this. It is called Marauder, M-A-R-A-U-D-E-R. I love Interpol. They're a great band, great alternative rock. So let's get down to some E-40, Gift of Gab. That's his new album. Birdie guys, you know what I'm talking about. Ghost Ride the Whip. I don't know if that was a good uh, impersonation, impersonation, but uh, E40, let's do it. <laughs> Racks for the watch, 30 stacks for the chain, a 50 bar for the medallion, diamonds drippy like the rain. Lord development houses where I was taught to talk my talk in the thick of the smudge, the slime on the tour like crosswalk. A young factor having thrilling, spinning blue notes in a drought. Living for the moment, fuck further out. Tomahawk by my kidney, MCM belt. Fucker won't beef, I'll make him a patty mail. Come and see. He ain't from Japan, but he like the kamikaze. Go E40 for still sticking around this long and making decent music from Oakland, California. Uh, Marshawn Lynch is from there, and he gets his little lingo. It's really funny, Oakland lingo. It has a really different trick-ass mark, mark-ass trick. <laughs> 
We've we've heard that before. I'm really bad at it. But E40's really good at it because he's from there. So, one more, one more. We got this artist <clears throat> that I... Sorry, guys. I'm, like, dying over here. I had some Reese's Cocoa Puffs. Peanut butter cocoa puffs, and they they were, they were like getting a little regurgitated. So there are no birds to eat my regurgitated mess. I will throw up. So I'm gonna have to keep my bulimia to myself. <clears throat> but back to Laney. Laney is this artist that I saw at Governor's Ball. So I want to give you guys a little preview of their debut album, Laney, self-titled. So here we go. Horses. I just figured out that that is that's from their old album. Let's get something from their new uh, new release, Laney. It's a new single called "Through These Tears." So no, they do not have a new album. Sorry, guys, but you got to hear a little bit of their old stuff from 2017 that I got to hear from Governor's Ball. But here is Spotify exclusive. That's by the way, that's where I get most of my music news, my Discover Weekly, and my new releases on Spotify. My podcast is also on Spotify, so don't you worry, it's all in one spot. But here is their new single by Laney, Through These Tears. taking forever to get better I could definitely relate to that if it even is getting better is it getting better guys nah it is it really is especially if you're a minority <laughs> like I said if you want to make America great again stop trying to make it great again fuck that so that was Laney L-A-N-Y which is really creepy because this girl named Laney just hit me up on Facebook shout out to being creepy Let's get on to the next one, guys. I was a little lengthy because we missed the VMAs. But if you missed it, you got caught up with the keep up. What the fuck? Did I just watch? And guys, I'm not going to lie. This has become a little bit of a weak area, which is actually my strongest area film. But I gotta watch more movies, and I gotta stop talking. You know, I'm giving you guys more previews than I am of actually reviewing these films. So, I talked about Crazy Rich Asians last week, so let's give a little tidbit. It is the 25th anniversary of Joy Luck Club. It is also the 25th anniversary of an all-Asian cast. Who would have thought that that was a thing? But 25 years later, it still is. And Asians are not being represented right in movies. Either you have them in some kung fu shit, and it's not right. The world that they live in is not always about crouching tigers and hidden dragons, oh my. There's more to that. 
and there's more to these guys. And we need to start, uh, you know, we need to get rid of this this yellow fucking uh, phobia. It's probably not even really a thing, but back to the days of Marlon Brando, all these guys, they used to put yellow face on themselves instead of hiring Asian actors. And again, unless they're in some Jackie Chan shit, they were not really respected. And so this movie does justice of 25 years. It doesn't do all of it. There's so many Asian actors and actresses that have not gotten their due diligence and shine. But Constance Wu and the rest of the cast, Aquafina, Ken Jeong, speaking of which, <clears throat> Michelle Young from Crouching Tiger is in it. She's the mother. So Crazy Witch Asians, I just saw it. I'm not going to tell you the whole thing. But it's about this uh, en- <clears throat> economics professor from NYU. She was brought. Uh, she was born in America. Her mother escaped whatever situation you'll find out in the movie um, to raise her daughter in America. And so she ends up being pretty successful, but not as successful as her boyfriend. And her boyfriend is going to finally take her to this extravagant wedding in in Singapore to meet uh, his very exclusive family. So just like Monster-in-Law and all that kind of stuff, it is hard for her to break into this family without stressing her the fuck out. Constance Wu is amazing. The movie is a classic, guys. It gets five fucking stars for me, whatever the highest ranking. It is so exorbitantly expensive. The scenery is beautiful. Aquafina is hilarious. Ken Jeong, are you, but are you Dan from The Hangover? He is amazing. Everyone, everyone, Crazy Rich Asians is worth watching three times. It's very, very good. I also, we talked about this last week, I didn't have a chance to watch Black Klansman, but I watched it this week, and it is so good too, and I found out that Jordan Peele was part of the writing, and I have something to say to my colleague again, he says that the best movies from Spike Lee are the ones that he does not write, and that's not right, do the right thing, motherfucker, and do your research before you make statements, do the right thing, Malcolm X, he is going by the box office success of Inside Man and, to be honest, Black Landsman. And he's right. Same thing, Quentin Tarantino. When they don't, sometimes when they don't write their stuff, it becomes more of a commercial success. But it doesn't mean that it's a better movie. Chirac, yes, it was whack. But whatever. We're not going to, we're not going to uh, hang our hats. We're not going to let Spike Lee hang his hat just on that movie. Black Landsman, back to that. It is with John Washington, John David Washington from Ballers. He is the son of Denzel, which is a huge turnaround, just like Tarantino uh, taking in Uma Thurman's uh, daughter, Miss Hawk, for his latest movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is about the Charles Manson uh, murders. Uh, Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio, they live next door. I didn't see this movie yet, by the way. I've been reading about it. It looks really good. They live next door. And uh, they live next door to one of the people who got killed by Charles Manson. Cool. Blah. Back to crazy. I mean, back to Black Klansman. So John David Washington is a new cop in the Colorado Springs. It is based off a new story. A, a, sorry, a true story. And so he goes into the intelligence department to infiltrate the Black Panthers. But he ends up on a new mission to infiltrate the Ku Klux Klan because they believe that he's white over the phone. 
So then he gets Adam Driver, who plays Kylo Ren in Star Wars, and Adam from Girls with Lana Dunham. And he is amazing, too. It is an amazing movie, guys. So they infiltrate the KKK. David Duke is played by Topher Grace. He played Venom. And in that 70s show, Eric Foreman, it is spectacular. Spectacular. The dynamics that are going on, the thought process. Adam Driver, his character is Jewish. So he, there's a there's a scene in the movie where they go, how do you not feel that you don't have a skin in the ring? And it's true. It's true. We are all fighting racism. We talked about Paula Dean and the the employee that came after her for saying something racist. And Paula Dean's response was, well, she was white. She couldn't be offended. It's not true. Prejudice, you if it's if it is built with hate, like I said, I joke all the time, so it's hard to take this kind of advice from me. I joke about racism all the time. I joke about other people's cultures, my culture, blah, blah, blah. But there's a difference. If your malintent is just to to downgrade someone's shit, that's not right. So we should all be offended by real prejudice and real racism and things that actually put roadblocks for cultures and our skin deep. So Black Klansman teaches of that. And even at the end, I'm not even going to tell you, but it equalizes. It doesn't equalize things, but it brings things to a more level playing field as far as mourning and remorse and bringing us and unifying us. And it's not something this current administration has done, even though I don't like saying Voldemort's name. Fuck you. What else am I watching? On Netflix, I'm watching Luther, starring Edris Elba. Hopefully the new James Bond. Yeah, I know you motherfuckers, including Stan Lee, wants other people to like just play whatever roles. But sorry, guys. You guys got white people, including my half white-ass self, right? My ass cheek should be like a, like a fucking black and white cookie. Here you go. Take a bite, bitch. So, Idris Elba is rumored from Sony Pictures to be the next after Daniel Craig receives his $50 million for the latest 50th anniversary Bond film. He is supposed to be in serious running to be the next Bond. And I really hope that happens because it is a fucking fictional character that someone wrote. And even Sir Ian Fleming, he was upset that the character was, was Scottish and Welsh in fucking Sean Connery. So you can't ever please the author. You can't please the total fan base. Go for the mass appeal. Go for something different. Just like them. So that's good. That's great. Why do we need to come up with another black spy in order to be in a major market film? Fuck that. Like Viola Davis said, nobody wants a handout, but people just want the opportunity. So if you're just going to give all the great major opportunities to white people, nobody else is going to be able to shine. It's, again, let people earn it. Give them the opportunity to earn it. And Eldris Elba is a great actor, and he will be able to do that. So right now I'm watching his show, Luther, and he is a vigilante cop uh, based in East London. He, like I said, he does things in an old school way. Like he he goes away from the bureaucratic tape. And uh, what's interesting about this uh, show is I just started watching it. It's old. Not old, but older. Uh, Ruth Wilson from The Affair is in it. And like I said, my old co-worker, she put me onto the show. She's very much more pretty on the show than The Affair, to be honest. And I didn't know she was British. And a cool caveat of this show 
is that Idris Elba can't catch one of the killers, and that's Ruth Wilson. She kills her parents, and so she becomes kind of his friend and his accomplice and a bunch of things. So that's really cool. So he is trying to solve crimes. He can't solve hers. He can't put her in jail, so he uses her to find other criminals. Really cool show, guys. Luther is heavily recommended, and it's very short. It's only six episodes the first season, four episodes the second season, and two episodes on the third and final season. I believe they're supposed to be coming out with a movie to, you know, wrap it all up. Hopefully they don't ruin it like Skins, British Skins, I mean. I just started watching Gorilla also on Showtime. I downloaded that to my phone. It's harder to get through. It's not bad. It's just a little slow. And so, but I'll, I'll be able to give a more synopsis on that. Uh, one of the actresses from Slumdog is in it. She's so pretty. Let's find out her name. And that would be the lovely Frida Pinto. So they are in that. And that seems to be about the struggle of black British people within the system and going to war and being able to represent the country. So again, I didn't see the whole thing, but that's what it seemed like the direction it was going in. Protests for war, kind of like what Vietnam was going through over here. So whatever they were going through with Iraq, I believe. Tony Blair's bitch ass, you know, contriving with Bush to put us in a fake war. You know, other countries got to deal with that too. So you get to see the dynamic of the people dealing with that situation. Uh, yeah, man, back, uh, staying on Idris Elba, I will always say this. He got robbed for the wire. I didn't know that he was British for a very long time, and he definitely sounded some like somebody from Baltimore. So I mentioned that before. It's worth mentioning again. Idris Elba, you were the fucking shit. You were the fucking shit in the wire. I love you, bro. You're such a good actor. I get so much respect for you, homie. And you're a good-looking dude, too, man. That's good. I like a ladies, man. So, potential movies that I, sh- I should be seeing, but I haven't seen. Because I got my little movie pass, and I got my A-list, so you know I'm able to see these things. But I don't really like PG movies, but I'll try. I'll try for the sake of the show. AXL. Looks okay. It's got a mechanical dog. Cool. Nice. Doesn't really appeal to me, but I'll try. The Happy Time Murders. I love Melissa McCarthy. I'm not a huge fan of Muppet movies. I love the Muppets. I could take them in spurts. I could take them on a show. I could take them in a guest appearance. I'm not a big fan of watching a whole fucking movie full of puppets. Forgive me. But I'll try. I'll try. Christopher Robin. I love Winnie the Pooh. Eeyore is my favorite even though I'm more like rabbit. Thanks, Mom, for bursting my fucking bubble. But, uh, yeah, I'll definitely watch that. I love you, McGregor. So, I'll, you know what? That'll definitely be the top of the list. We got Alpha. I don't know what the fuck that's about, but we'll watch that, too. I think it's, like, about a wolf. Papillion, that's starring uh, Rami Malik and Chris Hunnam. I don't know what that's about, but that looks cool. Malik looks like Malik. He's going to be... He's got guy that plays in Mr. Robot, and he's going to play... Uh, Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. So that should be great. He's an amazing actor. He got two Emmys for Mr. Robot. So with Christian Slater, that's a heavily recommended show, guys, by the way. He's a hacker that brought down the world. And he has an alter ego that's his father. Very, very good. The only USA show I watch. Oh, I took that back, actually. I just started watching Queen of the South. <clears throat> so what else do we have? We have... Oh, 
So things that are being re-released in the movies right now, if you're interested in that, I grew up with show tunes, so South Pacific. Gonna watch that man right out of my hair. Just gonna watch that man right out of my hair. And send him on his way. That's in there. And then we got 2001 Space Odyssey, which Ground Control to Major Tom was inspired by. Yes, I did say that correctly. So, uh, if you went to the, the uh, if you went to the David Bowie exhibit, you would know that he based his release of that song, "Ground Control to Major Tom," to uh, in, in accordance with the release of that film, and it did very well because of that. That was great marketing genius. A lot of great marketers back then have become better now and that was genius so gotta give kudos to that so those are being re-released in the film right now if you're a film file like me i probably will check both of those out actually mile 22 i'm a mark Wahlberg fan i'm more of a mark Wahlberg fan when he produces shows but mile 22 eh, he's done stuff like this with uh in regards to desert storm and all that i'm not really into military uh movies to be honest Whatever I see on the news, SEAL, Team 6, and shit like that, and Zero Dark Thirty, you know, I see it, the the Hurt Locker, it has to be really good. If it is a campy type of situation where they're just over-exaggerating elements just to make America look good, I'm not for it. And that's, oh no, that's not, we got one more, we got, we got a few more actually. I didn't know that Jamaica Multiplex plays a lot of Bollywood uh, movies. That's crazy. And I don't know if you guys remember, but I've taken a Bollywood class and I fell asleep all the time. They were the, the movies were around four to six hours long. It's like a movie event in India. In India, first of all, Bollywood is has a way bigger revenue and budget than Hollywood. It actually produces more movies and it brings in more box office dollars. Over there, movies are like a theme park in India. It's like an all-day event. And I told my professor, I brought in a pillow, and he was very, uh, very offended. But I told him, I was like, yo, I'm getting A's in this class. I was like, I watch majority of it. I can't watch a full five hours, but I could definitely try to pay attention to a little bit. And he let me slide with it. Pause. He let me slide with sleeping in the class for a little while. It was very uncomfortable, even with the pillow. It was like on an easel. And you don't want to do that. That shit hurt. Anyway, Bollywood films are still very enjoyable, even though they're very long, and I don't have I have an American attention span. So, if you like Bollywood movies, head out to Jamaica Multiplex; they got plenty of them. And if you're enjoying HBO season for their shows, Ballers is stepping out with a bang. We talked about it last week, but I was able to watch; I was able to catch up. So, Dwayne Johnson, Mister Mister. Uh, I think his name is Strassmore. On he's making the Hall of Fame this season. They're moving to LA. He has trepidations because of a past that he had in LA, and so they're trying to expand their business there. Right now, they're trying to sign a surfer, and so that season's really good. Insecure starts off with Issa. She is um, homeless still. She's still staying at Daniel's house. He's producing. He's trying to give her space. While she's in her tough time, she can't find a... She's trying to become a property manager. She's also trying different things to get into a nice apartment again. And that's been a struggle for her. So this season is cool. And this season's uh, theme is like. It's not hella. It's not fuck. 
This one is like, so each episode has a like in it, and it's a, a cool phrase from California. That's why I love it. Her and Yvonne Orji, O-R-J-I, opened up for Chris Rock. Really awesome comedian. They're great. Kim on the show is amazing. It's just such a great show. It shows a different aspect of life. Women that are Afrocentric and just trying to live out their lives and not letting blackness define them or anybody's skin color define them. And also, they're not like overly hood. Like nobody's trying to ghetto or thugify them. That's why I love this show too. They're normal people working at a nonprofit, working at a law office, working at a tax office. They are black and living their lives, and it, and being black just doesn't define them. Sometimes it does because that's the way the world works. But for them, they're just trying to survive just like anyone else, trying to be funny like everyone else, and succeeding at it. And I love Insecure. I love Ballers. And that's it for what I watched. Let's move on to where I went. Did I go? And I went one place this week. Just one. And it was Jones Beach, which used to be Nikon Beach Theater. And now it is Northwell. Northwell Hospital sponsors that place now. And it's still beautiful, still a great location. I missed a lot of gym class here because you know why? My uncle just had surgery on his kidney. And he pisses a lot. And I guess his friend pisses a lot too. They're kind of old. But my friend is a year younger than me, and he came in, and he came in last minute because my two cousins bailed. I love you too, but you guys do that a lot. You guys choose. So I don't know if anybody has relatives like this, but my rel- some of my relatives live in Jersey. And they will choose their friends to hang out with and their cousins. And I will never be down with that. You never choose friends over your family. And this is a shout-out to them. You guys do that continuously. And I love my uncle and aunt. They kind of encourage that too. So I wasn't really happy about that, but... My uncle was right. Don't let that ruin your good time. And we didn't. I love my uncle. I love having a good time with my friend. Also, Devin, shout out, Mikey. We had a blast. So we saw Gym Class Heroes, a little bit of them. We saw, which are awesome. I wish oh, I wish I met them backstage because it's really funny. A lot of people thought that I looked like Travis. I didn't even get to hear Viva La White Girl. That's one of my favorite songs. But they did play Take a Look at My Girlfriend. They did play Millionaire. They played really cool songs. Uh, then the next band was Offspring. Offspring is always great. They great. They bring great energy. Pretty, pretty fly for a white guy. Keep them separated. Fucking amazing. I love Offspring. His hair is still the same from back in the 90s. Then we had 311, and 311 was awesome. I didn't realize how many songs I didn't know about 311. I guess they were playing a lot of new tracks. But they played Amber. They played, that's my favorite song, Amber is the Color of Your Energy, from 51st Dates, one of my favorite Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler movies, Rob Schneider, amazing. But, uh, but yeah, played my favorite songs. So don't go, uh, basically don't invite cousins that are flaky as fuck, and don't, uh, and beware of bringing your relatives that have a very weak bladder. You will miss some songs at your concert. Where else did I go? I do kickball every week, and I went out with them. I usually go with them to Cedar Square in Astoria, my my kickball team. And this week, we brought our losing efforts to the Second Son. And and shout out to Aaron, my cousin from another cousin. His name is Aaron, and he works for the EMS. 
and he's awesome. He's awesome. He's doing karaoke, and he is hosting. He was thinking about bringing me on board. Who knows? That's cool. I like that. You know I like hosting. You know I like being a ham, guys, broadcasting, all that good shit. That is my true calling. If it's not, then I'm wasting my fucking time. So I ran into him at Second Son, and he's doing karaoke. And quick story about him that's really sad, actually. His brother went to Bronx Science, and he was, like, playing around with his friends, and he stuck his head out of a subway window. And I hate to bring this up. Hopefully he's not listening. But if he is, whatever. It just shows awareness. Do not put your head outside a window. He ended up bleeding to death. And it was a very sad uh, event for our family. Like I said, he is a cousin through another cousin. But he is family just the same. I love his, I love all their relatives. Tia, Stevie, all of them. They're amazing. They're grandparents. So I was very close to them. And I, was, I wasn't so close to the brother because I didn't know. But I just, just felt like sharing that. That's... It's serious, guys. It doesn't matter what school you go to. It doesn't matter what your upbringing is. It's peer pressure. Sometimes those things happen, man. And you just got to cherish life, man. So now we're going to move on to what the fuck people be saying. What the fuck I be saying. Who knows? But let's do it. What the fuck? Did I just say... Yeah, 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 dog. What the fuck did you just say? So it's not even me this time, because I don't do this. I don't do this. And if I do, kick me in the fucking nads. I don't claim to be from places that I'm not. For instance, I went to school in Indiana. You know this. And a lot of people are ashamed of where they fucking live, because they live in Sayreville. They live in Zionville. They live in the North Bend, the South Bend, all that shit. Fuck that. Fuck that. If you don't live in the city, don't claim it. So this week's phrase is, I'm from New York City, but I'm not. And you're not. If you're from Long Island, you're not from New York City. If you're from somewhere in New York State and you're on the little outskirt and you live in Westchester, you're not from New York City. Let's take another example. Back to the Midwest. Shout out to my ex who goes on downgraded trips with her new man. <laughs> anyway, step your game up, motherfucker. If you're going to have my name, you better do it right, motherfucker. Anyway, well, maybe he's laying down the pipe right. But which one is more important, going to Europe or laying down the pipe? I don't know. I have no answer to that, to be honest. There is no answer to that. Or maybe you do have an answer, and it'll just probably hurt my feelings. <laughs> so... For instance, Chicago, a lot of people will say that they're from Brookfield, they're from some outside area to make it easier. No, it does not make it easier because I took geography classes. I took typography classes just like everyone else. And if you tell me that you're from somewhere that you're not, I'm going to be confused. That does not help me. Telling me that you are from my city and you're not, you're a fucking douchebag. So everyone out there, repeat after me. I... I'm either from New York or I'm not. I'm either from this place or I'm not. Whether it be Rome, whether it be Paris, whether it be Tokyo, whether it be LA. If you are on the outskirts, you are on the outskirts. Santa Barbara, all that shit. Stay there, Santa Monica. Don't tell me you live in Los Angeles. You don't. You don't. 
Rep your fucking team jersey and stick with it, you fucking unloyal bastard. So, that's it for me. That's it for me. I know that it's annoying that we we call out places that we're from and we're not really from there. Even though we're from the best city in the world, I know why people are trying to claim it. But that's the end of this episode. And like I said, we'll be doing this weekly. Every Tuesday. There is no Eastern Standard Time for this. There is no specific standard time for this. It's more of the fuck I want to bring it out on that day. No, I'm joking. I try to get it mixed every day, every week before Tuesday. So you will see it premiered on Spotify, on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Google Play, on FM. Uh, there's an FM station that plays my shit. Uh, there is SylvanSane.com. Also, a little embarrassing and shout out to my homegirl, Chloe. She pointed this out. Episode 18 was dubbed twice. So if you listen to episode 19, it might have been the same thing as 18 by accident. I uploaded the same file. I have fixed it. So if you're interested in the real episode 19, it is up with the keep up. So I, if you like to follow me, I need more followers. I need more people listening to my show. I am a ham like that. I need the attention, you fuck faces. So get me more followers on Instagram. That is still insane. Get me some more followers on Twitter. I'll be saying some wild ass shit on the Twitter. Where else am I? Facebook. Uh, it hasn't really been letting me link the Twitter on there much, so I haven't really been. But I, you know, some funny memes on there. My radio promotion, also my radio show that happens on Sunday nights. Now that is at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That is keeping it real hot and fresh. That is with Z Fly and Jamie. Not that Jay Z. I love uh, doing that show with them. We'll be on a two week hiatus after this Sunday. Just a little break. It's also the 10 year anniversary of the show. I have not been there the full 10 years. I've only been there for the summer, but it's great things happening. We love when you listen. We love when you get on the Facebook Live. You can find that on the Livest Show on Facebook. I'm going to get a tablet soon, so I'll be able to do the Instagram Live as well as the Facebook Live. So it's really all good, man. And you can listen also on the DTF radio mobile app. It's for Android or iPhone. Like I said, man, there's all different types of ways to listen to me. You can listen to me on two different shows. You can listen to me on this show, whatever. Whatever you fucking want, there's no exclude, fucking excuse. I don't want to hear it. Well, I never heard it. That's because you didn't want to hear it. That's fine. We all have choices of what we want to stick in our ear whether it's a dick or not who am i to fucking judge never say no to roadhead shut the fuck up listen up and keep up which still been saying i'm over and out homies peace bitches <laughs>